0: Happy Monday! What is up you guys? Y'all are getting exclusive from my closet because you can hear all the fans and stuff running in the house right now. But that's on a totally different subject. This week's episode is not for my truck, so I hope that y'all will enjoy the sound quality there. But uh, let me go ahead and run our sponsorship real quick and we'll get right into today's episode about the Q&As that I had put out on my Instagram where we talk about my role models and how to be motivated and keep confidence. Alright, so I had put a poll out on my Instagram last week and asked y'all if I wanted to do another Q&A episode, and I actually had a couple of y'all that were sending me some questions on my on the little poll thing, so we're going to just get right into it. What I want to start off with is number one, who is your role model? And I kind of see this a little bit, um, I listen to a whole bunch of motivational stuff, and there is a couple of people that I see as role models, such as Martha Josie, for sure. Um, she is one. And then, who else? Oh, Sherry Servi. And, like, I have a little bit of ones everywhere. So, like, I'll have some in Barrel Race and i have some that are, like, actors, actresses and everything but I won't go into too much depth with all of them because, honestly, guys, I didn't really think about all of them, but I did think about one thing that I have heard, and it was from Matthew McConaughey. And for some reason, it seems that I keep coming around to this particular person with a lot of my stuff. And so I was listening to a YouTube video where he was talking, and he said that he had a professor... Or somebody that was asking him, who is your role model? And I think of his question, like his answer in a particular form because it was very, how do I want to word this? It's true in a fashion. Because his response to the professor, who is your role model? And I want to say Matthew McConaughey had told him me in five years. Where I see myself in five years. And so five years later, that same professor came back to him, said, so did you be- did you uh become your role model? He's like, well, now it's me in 10 years because I have envisioned what more that I can be able to do. And so the professor looked at him a little bit weird. He goes, why did you change your answer? He said, well, why would I just end right there? Why would I stop after five years? And so that's the one thing that I took from that was that you're constantly growing. And so when you're constantly growing, you don't want to be my... Well, I was thinking when he said me in five years. There's a lot of stuff that I envisioned for myself for me in five years. There's a lot of stuff, there's a lot of stuff that I envisioned for myself in 10 years. I said, if I could be what I think that I can be in 10 years... I said oh there there is going to be a lot of stuff that is going to be talked about for sure, but it was really moving for me to hear that because it was more of like that is a powerful statement, like how many people can truly say that their role model is them in five years how- How many people have that kind of imagination to see themselves thrive and be that that much of a person?' In five, ten years where that's who they look forward to becoming. And nobody can tell you that you can't because you are that one person. Nobody can do what you are thinking about doing because it is your plan. And ultimately, ultimately it's God's plan. So, I mean, God kind of gives you that kind of imagination for yourself. So, that is my answer for the role model. Like, I do have the role models from certain different little industries but it's also me in 5 years. It's me in 10 years. It's me in 30 years. <laughs> I mean, do, do you get what I'm saying? Like, just imagine and don't necessarily come up with a 5-year plan. But just imagine who you could be in 5 years. Imagine who you could be in 10 years. Heck, if you're still in high school, what can you do by the time that you're 20? What can you do by the time that you're 25? That's after college. What could be? What could you be when you're 30? That's five years out of college. You could be in a corporate office, the CEO. I mean, that's where I see that. Um, I'm going to take a quick break real right here, guys, and I'll be right back with some more. Okay, and I'm back. I'm so sorry if that seems a little bit too deep for y'all, but I think that this is going to be a very deep kind of conversation here from some of the uh, questions that y'all had asked me. The second question that we're going to get into is how to begin barrel racing. Well, there's multiple different ways that you can get into barrel racing. One, I feel like it's the most common answer, get a mentor. How I did it is that my dad worked with a guy that all of his kids basically rodeoed. They did roping, barrels, poles, all the little fun playday stuff. But they all knew what they were doing. They grew up doing that. I kind of had a mentor, but I kind of didn't at the same time. I, how I first started, like I told y'all, I want to say it was the first Q&A, is that I got thrown on an automatic pole horse, and that is how I began quote-unquote barrel racing. So, (laughs) I mean, my first experience with a rodeo was pole bending, and then my parents got me a barrel horse, and went, went on from there. So, it's one of those things that, You can get you a mentor, you can get you an automatic barrel horse, get what I like to call a babysitter. That is like your key barrel horse right there is your babysitter. And what I mean by that is like an automatic 15 and up year old horse. Now you can probably find some a lot younger than that. Heck, you could probably find you an eight year old that's finished, um, quote unquote, but what you're gonna want is to find you a finished automatic horse that will not go out of your comfort zone that's not just gonna blow in there when you're not ready for it uh, go to some clinics watch youtube videos if you can't afford a 300 dollars clinic go watch on youtube heck you can watch some of my stuff on smoking H ranch i mean that's my youtube channel shameless plug uh there's some videos there that i have talked about it um I don't think that I've gone to one that where it's where it's basically just how to begin barrel racing, but just find you somebody that knows what they're doing. Heck, you can probably go to your local jackpot or whatever and talk to some people and see what they would recommend. Now, with that, you don't know who is who if you're just now starting a barrel race. So, I would probably go talk to a couple different people, and you're probably gonna get a couple of a lot of different answers, so that would be how I go about that um but yeah, just have somebody that you can have as a mentor you can talk to some people, definitely get you like a babysitting horse that would be that would kind of know the job already because growing with each other. It's not a great idea, right there. <laughs> and I discussed that on my one of my recent posts on Instagram. So, um, how to gain confidence in the saddle and everywhere? Hmm. I think confidence in the saddle, you just have to find the right horse. That's not just going to make you terrified of them, um, and a lot of riding, just like how barrel horses get seasoned. Hauling to a bunch of different rodeos is, I guess, kind of how uh riders get seasoned too. You have to ride a lot. I, I would suggest riding three, four, five times a week at least, um, and get where you're comfortable. You get comfortable posting in the saddle, which you do that when they're trotting. Uh, I had to go through and teach my sister how to roll her hips back whenever they're in a lope, and if once you can get that i think when you start to master loping with rolling your hips back and everything and actually riding um i think that that would kind of give you like a starting and ending point like if you if you're not sure how to roll your hips like in the lope and everything and just ride with it then you probably can tell that you're you've got this many steps to go would be that how to gain confidence everywhere though, that's a that's a tough one. <laughs> I said there's sometimes where I've seen that I have confidence, but then when I when I get home I'm just like, Oh my god, did I do ter- did I do terrible? Did I do this? Did I do that wrong? Like <laughs> But I think that's just really my anxiety. Um let's see how to gain confidence everywhere. I think you just got to do it, honestly. I mean, that's kind of how I've been. Like, there's been people, let's say, there's been certain things that I've been a part of and nobody wanted to do it and people chickened out last minute. It's like, you just got to go in there and do it. Just basically like Nike, just do it. I mean, you, you cannot let yourself think about all the possibilities that can go wrong. And everything that will throw you off track. And like I work barrels at some of these barrel races. And I think that I have to stop doing that for at the ones that I'm running at. Because I work the barrels and I see horses fall. I see horses trip. I see ho- saddles coming undone during the runs. I've had a couple people that almost fell where I've almost had to catch the horse because they ran almost into me. It's, guys, (laughs) it's a whole another thing. When you see people tripping on the ground that you're about to run on, that could be some shady stuff. But gaining confidence everywhere, I think you just have to have, like, a sense within you. Like, I've got this, and nobody's going to tell me any different. Like, you have to know what you're comfortable with. You have to know what you can do and what you can you cannot do. You can. You have to know what you can get by with, um, and I'll go ahead and give y'all something that I've learned from my dad, because it's that's one main thing that he's taught me. If you're going somewhere, like say you're going into a job interview or something, or if you're going into a place like. If you're going into like a place that you're like, I don't feel like I'm anywhere near these kind of people, like these these people are way out of like my league. Like I am a fish out of water. I do not belong in this kind of particular space or anything. The one thing that my dad always told me, my brother and now my sister's starting to understand it is when you go somewhere, walk in there like you own the place. And nobody's gonna say anything to you. And that has been true. From the moment that he told us that, like there's been a couple times where it's like some people will say something, but other time, like majority of the time, like if you walk in somewhere and you're thinking that you're not supposed to be in there, everybody looks at you like, oh, who is this? Like if you just have your head up high and walk in there, like you're supposed to be there, people are gonna notice and they're gonna be like, okay, who are you? Can can we talk to you? Can we get some input? Like <laughs> and is like, just play it off don't, don't lie about it, but play it off, um, I wouldn't say go in there and pretend to be somebody you're not, but maybe to a certain extent, like, you can seem interesting and everything, but if you're not, like, a billionaire or somebody, don't go in there claiming that you're a billionaire and you've got, like, 9,000 cars and everything, like, stuff like that, but just make what you do seem interesting, make your life kind of seem interesting, like, You get what I'm saying? (laughs) And then the last question. Hmm, this last question here. How to be motivated. I would probably say, like, that kind of, that's a tough one. Like, because I'll be motivated. I'm going to come in here. But, um. I'll be motivated during certain times, and then there's certain times where it's like you kind of fall off the wagon. And I'm sure this is kind of what this is referring to. Um, Maybe not so much. I think this is probably just like once you gain confidence and everything, like how do you stay motivated? And I think this kind of goes back to my first episode of finding your why. And if you have not listened to the first episode, I recommend that you go... Listen to that. Um, I think there's a couple good tidbits in there. Um, But I want to reflect back on that a little bit. Because how to be motivated in finding your why is basically the same thing. Why you do something is your motivation. Like if your why is big enough, it's going to happen. You just have to envision it uh, manifest it, and that kind of goes back to also, like, the role model thing of, like, where you see yourself in five years. Think of yourself of where you want to be in a year. Think of where you want to be in two years. Like, you start out with small goals. Where do you want to see yourself at the end of this year? Where do you want to see yourself by the summer? Do you want, do you want to see yourself with a bikini body? Do you want to see yourself, um going uh down up up a day down a day I don't know would you like to see yourself you may be in the 5D or the 4D right now and you may want to see yourself in the summer going to the 4 or 3D like you get what I'm saying there and so you have to think of your goal short term or long term And if that goal is big enough for you, I feel like that will give you some really good motivation there. Um, Just because if you want it bad enough, then you're going to strive for that. Uh, Let's see. I know that I've been struggling a little bit with my fitness goals because it seems like, okay, I I start losing the weight and I'm doing good. And then about, like, halfway through, I just, like, bottom out, kind of. And what I mean by that is basically, like, I'm keeping the same weight for, like, a good two weeks. And it's not, it's like, okay, I'm doing all the same stuff. Why is this happening? And I've talked to a couple of people, and they're like, well, you have to understand that you're also gaining muscle while you're losing weight and muscle is denser than fat, so that's, like, with weight loss and everything, that could be struggling, um, especially since that is, like, the case majority of the time, like, you are gaining more muscle weight than fat weight, um, and it's really technically the same, the muscle is a lot, like, just a lot leaner than fat is, and so muscle is also denser, like I just said, than fat, so, It'll kind of even out for a couple of weeks, and I just cannot get myself past that couple of weeks. So I think what I'm gonna do is kind of do what I did back in January. Um, I may, cause back in January I was on the treadmill five or six days out of the week, so almost every single day on the week. Plus, there would be maybe four four or five days out of the week on top of the treadmill that I was doing like actual physical exercises and everything, um, weighted exercises and stuff. I think I'm going to get back on that train. Um, but there was also where I was going through and I think this is a really helpful tip. I was going through on my planner and I would go right on my planner daily. Um, shout out to Hannah Beth, um, HB barrel planners. Um, but I was going through the month of January and I would write down three different a- affirmations. Yeah, I would write three different affirmations every single day for the 31 days because I was in January. So that was 31 days of the month and I would not repeat the same three affirmations that I already wrote. And it's kind of getting a little bit struggling there to the end because 31 days... I don't guys how much is three times 31 93 different affirmations that I came up with myself and guys that is really hard especially if you don't have like any like self-confidence and everything but after that like there would be certain days where I would feel like where the affirmations would just come to me and then there were certain certain like certain days that I would be like Okay, what exactly is affirmations? Is it just this or is it something else? And so, I was going through like the whole month of January. I want to say that I actually learned what affirmations are. So by the end of like the last couple weeks of January, I was like, "Okay, I got this. I can I can make my other like I can make my three affirmations daily easier because I understand what affirmations are now." So I don't know if I'm gonna do three. I may just do one daily, um, because it was a little bit hard for me to keep up with, especially with everything going on. Um, but I feel like that was really, that kept me motivated too, was doing three different affirmations. So like I said, it ended up being 93 different, totally different affirmations every like every day for 31 days. So yeah, that would be. Probably a good motivational point right there is to find self-confidence, to find self-esteem that'll help you. Like, I am strength. I am bold. I am whatever. Whatever you think that you are. I mean, I can't tell you who you are and who you're not. Nobody can tell you that. But um, how else to be motivated? You got your goals. You got your Why? affirmations um I would probably say like if you're doing something like short term like if you want something like because what we got two months three months till summertime if you want something by summer I would go ahead and make up like a little plan like I want to do this three times a week or I may want to do this maybe five days a week or Whatever, like, just come up with little different things that would probably help you short term with that. Um, let's see, long term stuff. Um, eventually, I want to buy a house, so I would probably say, like, with that, start doing like a budgeting plan and be motivated to save money to buy something that you like if there's like a house that you want or. A property that you want. Something that you have in mind. uh, Maybe a business that you want to start. You're going to have to budget for for that for sure. Um, And just like. Everybody has their own plan. And you can basically alter your life for your plan. I mean. So just. Where am I going with this? (laughs) Ah, It's getting a little bit late guys. Um, I I know that I said I was going to do this, like, Friday, but I ended up getting busy around the house doing other stuff. But, uh, yeah, just, everybody has a plan. I can't tell somebody, like, everything to do, because, like, my stuff may not resonate with everybody. And somebody may be listening to this hoping to get something is like I cannot relate to you and it's like me like the person telling me like I cannot relate to you and me I totally understand like not everybody has has the same dreams or aspirations that I do um which I don't think there are the same two people that do um There may be a couple people that have, like, maybe almost identical. But, like I said, we're all individuals. And we all have our own goals, our own dreams, our own whatever. So, that's more, I guess it's more of, like, a broad way to explain how to be motivated. Um, I'm trying to give y'all different ideas. Like, different Goal, motivations, different, finding your why. That's all that I can really think of right now. Because um, really, honestly, I just write down these questions just so that I have them in front of me. So y'all are getting these like right as they come to me. So <laughs> these are, this is like the rawness of it. And I am sorry if I did not answer these to um, how y'all were asking. Jeez, guys. now I'm starting to freak myself out and stress and scratching and yeah (laughs) hopefully I don't get stress hives tonight for some reason I had like I guess I had my first case of stress hives last week so that's a whole other different story but uh I think that'll be on the vlog um but yeah just I give y'all the rawness of these the, the rawness of the answers of these questions. I just write down the questions. And then I get to them whenever I get to them. To record this podcast. So I hope that. The people that asked me these questions. I hope that y'all listened. And I hope that it did resonate with some of y'all. Um, I understand that not all of the stuff. That I'm going to talk about. Is going to just click for everyone. Um, but it may help some people that do listen to this because this is kind of like a little life lesson slash barrel racing kind of podcast so there may be some people that may have similar um similar situations that I've had and there may be some people that have similar experiences with barrel racing that I've had so I hope that everybody that listens to this like it could with some some of y'all in one way or another if it if it resonates like if it resonates with everybody that listens to this I'm glad that I'm able to help that's kind of why I started this I just want to be able to help somebody um just because I've overcame so much um but yeah I think that's all of the questions that I have for tonight and I will I think I have an idea for next week's podcast. So I will let y'all know whenever I know about that. (laughs) But I hope that you guys are having a wonderful Monday. I hope that y'all are not getting irritated by how many times that I say I hope. (laughs) I'm just not realizing that. Um, Have a very great Monday. um, As... Alan Taylor would say Happy New Year. Um, but we are about to start a new month in the middle of this week. So I'm thinking of starting my goals for what I want to start for the month of April. I'm going to wait till probably April or I may start tomorrow. I'm not sure yet. Well, I say tomorrow, today, technically. Um, this is going to be releasing... On Monday. I'm recording this Sunday night. But yeah. And. I think we'll go ahead and end the podcast right there. So I will be talking to y'all next week. I hope that y'all have a great Monday. A great week. I hope that this answers some of y'all's questions. And I will try to learn how to stop saying I hope so much. So (laughs) I will talk to y'all next week. Bye, guys.